My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, welcome to the Rent Perfect Podcast. We're grateful to have you today. Go ahead and subscribe so you can get our latest episodes. Today I have with me a returning guest. Boy, with COVID, we've just been here a whole lot. Yeah. You know? It's a two-man show. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to turn over the uh, the microphone to you, Scotty, and just give you the range. You uh, you do such a good job, and I appreciate the time that you spend glad, to, glad to uh, be here. you know, talk a little bit of real estate with me every once in a while. But uh, tell me how you're doing. Doing great. Doing, doing great. Good? Summer's almost over. Yeah. And if you've been to Phoenix in the summer, you know why we're excited. It's going to be over soon. Yes, yes. Well, before the podcast, Scott, we had a conversation, and I'm so sad to hear it, but you're leaving the investment world, you told me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting burned out, kind of getting sick of it, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm thinking about going into day trading. Oh, see? Yeah. Because I can't be any more volatile than this real estate market, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's the funny because I... The old day yeah, trader. The old day trader. Uh-huh. I don't, I've not met a day trader I, uh, <laughs> that uh, is very calm. i got a good, a good friend of mine who started day trading in January. And she had an amazing January. Yeah. And about January 25th, she's like, I'm hoping to hit my goal of 30000 this month. And she did. And I haven't talked to her for a little while about day trading, but I talked to her just this last week, and I said, how's day trading going? She says, I suck at day trading. <laughs> so that one month of fantastic uh-huh. turned into, uh, I think she lost everything or at least lost all the gains and is back to square one. So I'm sticking with real estate. Real estate's a better investment than day trading by so, a thousand so percent. So I, I, I dabbled a little bit of that in like 2006, 2007. Yeah. And you couldn't make a wrong move back then. I mean, the market's just going up. And I'm yep. thinking, I'm walking around, my chest out. I'm thinking, yep. man, I am the best. I I, caught, I, I research and, and do the best <laughs> stocks all day long. And in one day, one or two days, man, I was getting margin calls. And, th- you know, you get you get real confident. So you start going out on margin, right. which is, you know, loaning other people's yep. money to, to trade. And next thing you know, you just get hammered. And that's when I knew I will just stick to what I know. Yep. And I will just stick to, um, to real estate. I think what really got me excited about the stock market was that 30000 a month, that yeah. quick gain that you can be rich overnight. And I have found in the real estate game, if you're really wanting to get rich overnight, this might not be the industry for you. Though I'm not saying you can't. You mm-hmm. can come across sure. the right deal. They're they're you know not out there a whole lot, but you can get rich overnight. But I don't think that's really the way you need to look at investing. Yeah, Fast and Furious is a great movie franchise. Some people might debate that, right? Right. But it's a terrible way, really, <laughs> to live your to life. To live your right? life. Yeah. Yep. No, totally. Um, so I was. Uh, I'm on investor calls all the time or, or in like real estate investment association calls. And, and I find there's kind of, there's kind of two different people out there. You know, there's the one that's like, do you want to make a million dollars and drive a Porsche? And you know, I I doubled my income last year. I mean, there's all these motivational pumped up. I bought 51 homes last year. And I think to the smaller investor, we're just going, yeah, I don't know that that's possible for me. Yeah. I don't even know that I want to do that. Yeah. 
You know, the reality is, is most investors will buy one or two homes a year mm -hmm. or even one every other year because we really need to play with time here. Time is what makes us money. We think it's the property, but the reality is it's time. Yeah. You know, just like any good stock investor will tell you. I mean, if you're my financial planner would say, look, we'll, let's talk in 15 years. Right. When we've watched that number quadruple or. You know, ten time factor, but not. Let's, don't talk to me next week when you're going. Uh, hey, that stock went down three cents. Yeah. Oh gosh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're gonna kill yourself thinking about that. So why does a property? Why is it worth three hundred thousand today when I buy it, and it'll be worth four hundred thousand dollars in five years from now? And it's because it's time. Yeah. And so, you know, I I wonder how many people are in these like Zoom calls or in these classes thinking, okay, I didn't buy fifty one homes this year, so I'm a failure. At investing, and mm -hmm. I can say absolutely have a plan, and it doesn't have to be 51. You know, I think of this, and, and, and there are people out there making, you know, a lot of deals. I understand that. But the other night, I get a phone call, and it's my dad. And he's like, Yeah, I was at the casino tonight, won 1500 bucks. I'm like, Okay, dad, yeah, that's, that's great. But you haven't called me, you know, about a casino trip in like four months. And I know you've been out there on several occasions. Yeah. yeah. How come you didn't call me three nights ago? The celebratory, I lost a thousand dollars. Never wants to call, right? Hey, I, I really took it in the shorts yeah, tonight. And yeah. so just, just know that when you talk to other investors or you're in these meetings, everyone's going to kind of position themselves in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Who cares about what they're doing? Just make your plan and stick to it. Now, you and I have done a lot of driving this summer. Yeah, it's been a road trip summer. It's been a sure. road trip summer. We wanted to get out and get away, and we're sick of, sick of being quarantined. Yep. And, you know, I don't know about your experiences, but I'm just a cruise control kind of guy. I get on the road, I get my, yep. my speed, and then there's always that car that he's like, for some reason, mm -hmm. I pass him, he passes me, I pass him. And I'm yep. like, man, I haven't changed my yeah. speed. I, I park it, me personally, I park it on 80 and uh, and I'm pretty good for a couple hundred miles going at, on 80. But yeah, I, I know the guy you're talking about because you know he he changes lanes in front of me. Then he's around the semi. Then he's back behind me. Then he, I don't know if he stopped to get gas, a hamburger, or what. But and he's but tailgating I, me. Yeah, and he's yeah. all he's having all yeah. of his issues around yeah, me. Yeah, he I'm tailgates just, me, and I move over, and then he passes me. And five minutes later, I'm passing him. And uh, two hours down yeah. the road, we're almost just as far. Yeah, I'm at the Chevron <laughs> the same time he gets to the Chevron. <laughs> Yeah, I think we invest like that sometimes. Yeah. I think some people go too fast, yep. are always changing lanes, are always looking for the next new thing. And I think uh, a lot of people just sit back, learn, you know, what they like. You know, there's so much, so many different kind of investing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you know how to do heart surgery and ba brain surgery. Right. And, or, you know, you kind of pick a specialty. And there's nothing wrong with dabbling. I dabble all the time. But... You really, for me, I can't go full in with a lot of money unless I really know that strategy of that investment. Yeah. It's educated dabbling, right? It I mean, is. It's not, it's not like, I mean, you can go to these investment right. groups and have somebody rah-rah you up and like, you should be buying, I'm buying, I bought 50 mobile homes last right. year and I flipped them. And you're like, I could buy, I, I could buy 50 mobile homes. And you're like, but there's no mobile homes in my area. Right. I don't know anything about mobile homes. Are there, right. I mean, what do they sell for? I mean, you, yeah. So there, there's an educated dabbling, right. which I think you do really well. And going back to the stock market, everybody has their opinion. Oh, buy this. This is going to go good. Look online. What's the best stocks to buy? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody has this information you're, you're getting, and, and you might get lucky and get the right information, or you might not get lucky because you really 
didn't study that stock yeah. yourself. Yep. You just took someone else's word for it. So I usually like to just stay in the lane that I know really well. Um, I know commercial real estate pretty well. I know residential long-term hold really well. And I know short-term rentals very yeah. well. And that's kind of where I'm leaning at nowadays as short-term but rentals. But that's, that's a new market for you in the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah, in the last five years, I've, I've yeah. kind of changed to short-term rentals. And there's a different strategy in every single one of them. Commercial is completely different than residential. Long-term holds the importance is on your business partner or your tenant and how well he's going to take care of your property and pay the mm -hmm. rent. And short-term rentals is the location. Is it close to something? Can you get enough people to prepay you right. to stay there for a weekend or a mm -hmm. week? And, and do you have the resources to clean that thing when someone leaves at 11 o'clock in the morning and the next person comes in at 4 o'clock like a hotel? Yeah. So they all are just completely and totally different. And I love each and every one of them individually. But I would say that if I went off now and did three more different investments, I would probably not be super successful at one. I'd probably dabble in a whole lot. Mm -hmm. But I know people who do a lot of stuff and are very good. So it's just what makes you comfortable. But if you're new, pick one, yeah. learn it, and then wait for a few years down the road as you get seasoned with that to go on to something else. I think it's great counsel. Now, I think that... You know, we're always looking for the next brick-and-mortar investment, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that where we all really fall short, and this is really what I want to hammer home today, is whether we're lending from somebody some money, whether we're partnering with someone on a deal, or whether we're renting our unit to a person. All of that now has nothing to do with bricks-and-mortars and everything to do with people. I can go size up a property pretty well. Does it need new paint? Does it need new flooring? How's the air conditioning? What the date? What is the date in the air conditioning? What yeah. does the roof look like? Scott, how do you size up a person? Yeah, it's tough without without being really judgmental, right? How yeah. you do it? I mean, for in our world, we size them up by investigating who they are, looking at their background, looking at their cri their criminal, looking at their financial history, looking just kind of getting a better idea of who they are, not just physically looking at them. That might help a little bit, but it's really getting in and, and screening somebody to find out. Who am, I, who am I partnering with here on this? Right. So when I go look at an air conditioning unit, and I'm not an AC guy, but so I'll go and look at the, the sticker and see mm -hmm. when it was manufactured. And I'm really looking into, like, the data of the AC. Well, we kind of have to do that with people because when I meet people and they want one of my homes or they want to partner with me on something, they're going to be on their best behavior. Right? Yeah. And if I'm just looking at them thinking, oh, man, I really like them. We really jive together. I don't think that that's good enough. We need to see when some of those dates, mm -hmm. you know, on certain actions, we need to see their responsibility factor, right? Yeah. Did they pay their rent? <laughs> yeah. To the so, last landlord. Yeah. So we're talking about investing and, and we're talking about, you know, kind of staying in your lane. But know that in the investing world, understanding people is, is just a skill that a lot of people overlook. And most of your successful investors can point out a good investment, but they also know the people that they want to partner with, get money from, or place into those investments. And that's what brings you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You realize people pay you the money, right? Yeah. The home doesn't pay you the money. Yeah, the home just sits there. Yeah, I don't go to the mailbox, and then the home just wrote me a check. Yeah. Yep. I go to the mailbox because the yeah. people... You know. Yeah, the property often costs you money because you're trying to maintain it. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I, I love the word property manager. Yeah. It's so easy to be a property manager. Is air conditioning, call an AC guy, a roof, uh, 
you know, whatever. But a people manager, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Total, totally different game. That yeah. takes some work, and that's yeah. what you need to be good at. So yeah. make sure that uh, no matter how you're investing, what you're investing in, make sure you know the importance of the people around you, whether it's getting money from them, partnering with them, or placing them in one of your rentals. And I think it's key, as we talked about earlier, kind of identify what kind of in- investor you want to be and then plug that model into that, right? Fast and Furious doesn't work. To me, I'm a slow and steady wins the race. I've always loved the tortoise and the hare story because slow and steady wins the race. And I think that's how, how we become successful investors in the long term. Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for being here today. And until next time, continue to rent perfect.